Here we are with the post-game interview for Server 2 of the Maryland campaign tonight. First map was Piper's, second was Nicodemus Hill. Union won Piper's, and then CSA just dominated on Nicodemus Hill. There's no other way to describe that. So we have leaders to talk about the strategy and more of both rounds. So let's go through our USA representatives first. First, we got Dressel. Hey, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Captain Dressel, 8th uh, Virginia Infantry. We also got Red. Sad, 59NY.org. Thank you. And then our CSA reps tonight. First, we got Knight. Uh, hi, Captain Knight of the Fighting 5th Virginia. And our glorious, glorious fighting. And we also got Hazard. Oh, Hazard from HTV. So thank you all for being here. Our co-commentators tonight, there was myself as Guardian Eagle. Uh, we have Star. Howdy, folks. Colonel Star, Fighting 5th Virginia. And we also had Tyler. Hi, folks, fighting MB here. So, yeah. Let's get going with the first round. Piper's Farm USA was attacking, so we'll start with you guys. What was your strategy to attack on the Piper's Farm, and how did you guys react to the ever-change of Battlefield? Uh, do you want our strategy or what we actually did? Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a difference. Oh, crap. I mean, you can talk about what you were planning to do and then what actually happened, kind of both, I guess. Uh, right. You know uh, I'll, I'll lead with what we uh, planned on uh, doing. Um, okay. The ri original intent was to have a single uh, smaller unit feign an attack on the right uh, with a slight push into the road and have the majority, I'd say like 85 to 90% of the Union force push uh, through the corn and the orchard and left, lock up the Confederates if the Confederates refuse to engage, uh, then cap the point and pull back. And it was just going to be a cycle of pushes through the orchard Um Red can tell you what actually happened. Um, so first map went not according to plan, um, but I don't think it really impeded us necessarily. So what happened, that was the plan, was that we were going to have Sussy and I think Western Brigade go left. Or who was on our team tonight? Fuck it. It was Sussy, Western Brigade, and who else? Who's the other group? Uh, LB. Yep. So I think the plan was LB was going to go right, Sussy and West were going to go left, and we we're going to take that arty hill for the Rebs on the left side of the map and uh, just kind of shoot them on the stone wall, maybe push forward, take the stone, fall back, and just keep doing that over and over again. Uh, and then once the Rebs realized we're over there, we'd have the LB guys shift over or move up, depending on how it looked. What happened was half of Sussy went right, 59th and 17th uh, Tennessee went left, to along with i think the rest of western brigade i think uh on the left side of the map and i think maybe eighth was with us or something i don't remember who was with us exactly but uh, it was like half of sussy went left half of them went right with the rest of the team and then we had like one smaller group on the left with us and then um it worked out though somewhat we were able to get a lot of kills on the left side a lot of ticket kills like out of lines and we even charged the stone wall and wiped them out there and uh held it as Sussy came back and rejoined us, they they came back and we had uh, held the stone wall. Um, from there, though, uh, it was kind of on the fly, kind of just strategizing on the move. Um, you know, we we were we we early capped. That was a decision that we we made in brisk because they were kind of holding away from us uh, on the other side of the map, and they weren't coming out. And we weren't hitting them. So we were like, okay, fuck it. What if we try to just draw them out with an early cap? And that kind of worked for a minute. 
Um, and then it didn't. They recapped and it was like, all right, what now? And uh, I think the best way to describe it is just uh, we played it, I think, maybe a little too passive. Um, but then again, you know, we, uh, we whenever we tried moving towards the revs, you get pretty, pretty torn up. Uh, but we figured it out, made a move on the right side that, you know, we just charged them at that road. Got a lot of them like that. But we, we were draining tickets a lot as Union. Uh, and I think that really, really hurt us. I don't know why we were. You probably know better than we do, Eagle. Um, but from my perspective, it looked like most of us were dying in formation, not skirmishing around a line. Um, but that's just who we were surrounded by immediately, which was sussy. And I think elements of LB um, or, TN, or the Western Brigade. I don't know which one. But um, it looked like we were doing fine uh, on our side. But whenever we looked at the ticket counter, we were just losing fucking a lot of guys. Um, which which really hurt us in our efforts, especially at the end there when we got in the final push. Um, if we had perhaps not drained so many tickets from whatever it was draining us, we might have been able to make a good push. Um, but I think generally the map went pretty normal. And then at the end, we um, think there was a lot of confusion as well because I said everyone go far left, as in far left of the stone wall. And then from there, we we can avoid running into the rebs who had just sat in the stone wall in front of spawn. Um, but I, I don't know what happened. A lot of people said, all right, we're going to go there. And they just ran straight into the rebs, killed them. But then they just kept going. And that really hurt us. Cause when we were on the left side, waiting for our team to reform on us, uh, I saw the union go up and over straight after shooting and firing, killing the rebs that were on the stone wall. And they just kept pushing the point, uh, which I get cause we we're at a minute left. But I feel like if we waited for perhaps just a moment to get those loads in and made one final real unified push, we might have been able to do a little bit more. Um, but, you know, Rebs are waiting for us. They played passive, uh, not passive, they played disciplined and uh, they just ripped us up as they went in. And then we came in on the side a little later than we meant to because we didn't know we were just directly going in. And uh, yeah, communication really hurt us at the end of the second map. And, um, yeah, that that, that uh, first map. I mean, that's really yeah. it for that one. I hundred percent agree with that uh, assessment. Uh, communication and um, lack of coordination, and the Confederates had a, a lot of uh, obvious coordination uh, this evening, uh, countering uh, our pushes. You could uh, tell in a couple different instances if we were pushing point, uh, the Confederates would push us from two different sides at the same time, and uh, we could only fight one at one point, or the other uh, side would wipe us out. Cool, cool. Uh, so let's go to the CSA side now. Uh, what was your strategy to defend on Piper's farm, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? So, Knight, would you like to go, or would you like me to go first? Uh, I can explain the general gist of it, and then you can explain how we changed it. Uh, so basically, um, uh, from what I got from the from the battle plan is, uh, on the we would have a strong left with the six LA and uh, HD. HD and the 5th VA would be kind of a, a quick reaction force. Um, so we would move in between, you know, the far left, which where we were stationed, and um, the, the right. Um, so, well, CSA left and Union right, whatever. Semantics. Um, so we would move over. Uh, before we knew it, I got the word that we were, we had lost the stone wall, so um, the 5th Virginia, we moved over there and we basically held, uh, 
um, that uh, by the uh, haystacks. Uh, we kind of drove them back um, after we had lost the Stonewall and we retaken it, uh, thanks to HD and a lot of the other regiments. Um, but we had a really strong left side. Um, didn't really know a whole lot about what was going on, on the right side, but it seems that we tore them up in the in the orchard, and that's about what happened. Yeah, the uh, Piper Farm has basically gotten a new CSA meadow with these three wall holds. Artificial wall, barn wall, left side wall, because the devs opened up the uh, boundary so much. We didn't expect to get pushed as aggressively as we did, uh, as we were down there on the right. We expected that most of the Union would uh, go sit in that split rail fence or go to the orchard. So we got pushed back, as I'm sure you guys saw in the uh, from up above. So from there, I mean, it really was just a disciplined play. Sit back, take charges where you can, hold walls where you can, utilize the uh, the cover to drain down the Union. Don't all just whip out and go crazy when they early cap. It's not the end of the world. And it, it very nearly didn't didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but it pulled together right at the end. Yeah, you guys played really well, both maps. I I can't be mad. You guys, uh, you guys did really well. Just, just I really just want to comment you guys because uh, that was a very well organized CSA side, and we don't see that very often, uh, especially for map one. Yeah, it's one of the first times I like I really felt like we got our ass beat pretty hard, respectfully, of course. Well, the, oh, sorry. Well, I I will say that uh, I I certainly don't think that. The CSA uh, imagined you taking the barn uh, at all. We didn't even think that you guys could get there. Uh, and then when I kept getting the notifications of the C the we have lost our battery has been overrun over and over again. I was like, Who, what the fuck is going on over there? And I had no idea because I didn't I didn't hear the gunshots. I didn't hear any communication about what the fuck was going on. Sorry, language. Um. But, you know, things like that. You guys had a really good surprise attack at the beginning of it, but and it just seemed to to grind down uh, as most maps do. Yeah, yeah, we, um, once again, yeah, we, we pushed on that left side. We got to the stone wall, pushed you guys off. And then um, I think what happened was you guys, it's hard because I don't know what's going on everywhere either. Um, I only know what's going on kind of where we were and what we saw happen was there was a unit that flanked around us uh on the to the corn stacks and um that unit distracted our entire team as unfortunate as it is to say it and then the guys who were on the reb caissons to the like front of the barn away from the stone wall they also did a good job by hitting some really nice shots and guys sitting on a stone wall um yeah we just got out shot i think as a team which definitely didn't help. So, with that being said, uh, Star, you have any questions for the first round? Uh, yeah, and this does kind of go to both teams here. Uh, to any viewers who might not be aware, the Maryland campaign, you're not allowed to use external forms of communication, such as a Steam chat or anything like that, uh, requires actually running up to someone and talking to them, which there's something to be said for that. Uh, 
how were communications for both sides? Did everything seem to be on the same page, or was there was were things breaking down? How did things kind of pan out as far as that's concerned? Uh, I can kind of speak more in line to that specific question. So uh, as we explained with our original plan for the first map and uh, what actually ended up happening, uh, I guess there was a miscommunication or someone just didn't hear the original plan. It was, it was fine. Uh, Red and uh, was it 15th Tennessee did end up going left. I saw the rest of Sussy going right, and I, I didn't have very many guys, so I just had them stay with me. I, I kind of chased them down and like said, hey, you know, this isn't the plan. This is what we were supposed to be doing. We dealt our uh, damage there on the right. We didn't take very many casualties, and uh, communication from that went back left, linked up to Red, and by that point, Red had already gotten a foothold up there, and we kind of just reinforced with it. But yeah, it's a lot of running around and trusting one another and what our observations are. You'll see it all the time, especially with Sussex Brigade uh, coming from like Doug, Red, Zoo, uh, Zap, myself, just running around talking to one another and having that trust uh, and communication in our own observation. That are Wilson runners. Yeah, and just to add on to that, um, aside from the beginning of the first map, communication was pretty on spot uh, with the Sussy guys. And a uh, big shout out to the uh, 15th Tennessee, I guess it was, um, and the Western Brigade guys that were with us on the left, especially in the beginning, but also throughout the map. Um, I I would run over to them and I'd be like, yo, I need you guys doing this like now. And then they would wait a second, then they would just go and do it. Um, they weren't waiting behind us. They weren't like playing too passive. Uh, whenever I Whenever we needed them overall as a team and they weren't where we needed them or like to be uh it just took one guy to run over and be like yo can you guys go here and then they wouldn't say anything and then they'd go so it so shout out to those guys too because we weren't we wouldn't have taken a foothold in that left if it wasn't for them um just kind of seeing what we were doing following our lead and then um kind of doing what we asked them to do whenever we uh we needed it so shout out to you guys Has it the uh, CSA communications were really uh, really quite nice. It was just, hey, we're doing this. Come along. Somebody running past, screaming what we were doing. Make the split second decision whether you're going to follow them, whether it's a stupid call or not. And that yeah, seemed uh, to work out because everybody was making pretty pretty educated calls. All right. And the reason I asked is because, obviously, from my perspective from the sky, which is not something I generally have, you see the Union making this massive push on the CSA right side. And in any, in any other event, whoever is in command is just going to call that out over the Steam chat, and everyone on the field is going to be hyper aware of that just immediately. But because that crutch isn't there, we were able to see the Union push in very, very far and establish that foothold before I think even a lot of the CSA team had any idea what was going on. And so I think that's just a very interesting kind of thing that is unique to the Maryland campaign and some other, some other events out there. It just brings out a whole perspective to the game that's not really appreciated by some. So it's nice to hear how things go down on the field when you can't necessarily just make a phone call to somebody and figure everything out, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree, and I think it's better uh, that way. Uh, I per definitely prefer Saturdays over our uh, Sunday's event just because of that one factor. It also prevents your ears from bleeding, boom chat. 100%. Sorry, yeah. any more questions? No, that's all. All right.
Tyler, you have any questions? No. <laughs> I don't have any questions. All right. So let's go to the second round, Nicodemus Hill. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Domination. So USA, you were attacking, or at least you were trying to. What was your strategy to attack on Nicodemus Hill, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? You, you know what's funny? Um is we had a very simple strategy and it was just hey we know on this map if we push right we get a foothold over there between the white house and that barn and that orchard area we're we're solid right uh and there really wasn't much planning past that other than like hey you guys are going to skirmish keep their artillery held uh held down the rest of us are going to push point and like you know form a main line um but kind of a prelude to the uh, disaster to come was leaving spawn as a wave Red and I were right fucking next to each other, and there was a, a cannonball that went in, and we were like, oh, wow, shit, that only killed one guy. All right, cool. Next one came in, barely missed me. It was really just uh, foreshadowing the rest of the fucking map. It's just cannon, 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 cannon. Yep. Hit, hit, hit. Just scary as shit. Um, excellent work by the CSA this evening. I, honestly, I wish we had uh, more guns uh active i you know i'm not gonna say dismiss the our cannoneers this evening i don't know who specifically they were i don't think they did bad you know watching the map uh or the the feed in the post game you could see they got counter battery quite a bit but i think if we had some more guns that were counter battering that were just as effective as theirs it may have may have like equaled out and helped a little bit and this is for future reference but yeah, the CSA artillery won the won the uh, battle for them this evening, a hundred percent. Yeah, yep. Dressel kind of said it. Um, our strategy going into the second map was take the right side, like you do, because uh, at least in our experience, that we all kind of mutually agree that left side is just you're going to lose tickets, and we're going to get pretty fucked up um i guess in hindsight would have been better just to go left <laughs> um but you know we weren't expecting red Barty to be as effective as it was on the second map uh just because at least from my perspective i have not seen already that effective ever uh in my time playing this game um which is a while it's a big, big, you know, big compliment to, to whoever was on already for the guys on already on second map because holy shit, once again, uh, Dressel, you said it well. The beginning was a prelude because uh, we saw them hit some good shots on us moving on to that right side. We were like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's just get over there and see what we can do from closer. We got closer and they hit even better shots <laughs> every time. Um, so shout out to you guys again. Uh, but how it went after we got on the right side. We couldn't go anywhere. Uh, we were stuck on that right side because we tried moving out, like the plan said, having the Western Brigade kind of shoot at Artie from the barn and then having Sussy and um, LB shift left and try to skirmish and, and shoot those guys on top of the hill, uh, just kind of slowly wearing them down. And uh, every time we moved out to do that, Artie would hit directly into our line and wipe out a ton of guys every single time. Uh, and then we would try to counter, you know, like like Dressel said here, uh, the counter battery from the Rebs on us was apparently really effective because we just were not getting any arty shots in. It looked like uh, we weren't hitting their arty. We weren't hitting their units in the woods. We just weren't doing anything in their arty. And that was a good 
15 or so guys on union already um, that weren't there for when we eventually we try to make some pushes um, that got shut down very quickly. So it was, it was, it was a really rough map for the union. Uh, we tried things. They didn't work either because left side, we get ripped up and, and destroyed by the infantry who were very disciplined, waited until we we're on top of them to shoot. Uh, good, good on you guys for that one as well, because uh, that's a big mistake that Rebs usually do. They shoot early. And so we get in there with kind of fully loaded, like ready shots, and we only have to deal with cav really. But uh, everybody held their shots until we were on top of them on that left. And that really hurt us. And on top of that, um, Reb Artie, once once again, uh, was hitting us on the left side as well as we were pushing, as we were forming up, as we were doing anything. So um, really, you know, you guys made the game so not fun for us tonight. But I think that's just a compliment for you guys. So good job. I do want to say, like, I don't think there was... I think there was only one place on the entire map that was safe from the rebel artillery, artillery this evening. It was behind the uh, white barn on the left of our spawn. That's it. It's the only safe yep. spot. Yep. And Red was going to lose his effing mind if they hit him there. Great quote. Dude, I was going to freak the fuck out if I heard, if I got hit by Artie way back there. <laughs> you have no idea. So with that being said, onto the CSA sign. Uh, what was your strategy to defend the Nicodemus Hill, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Um, yeah, so we get, normally it's pretty bog standard for that map on Nicodemus. Uh, everybody runs up to the right side of the map and we hold that stone walls with your, your dear lives and, you know, you have a little bit of a skirmish group off defending the cannons so they don't get charged and you know, the cannons do all the work and if the, the Yanks come through the woods, you shoot them to shit. Uh, and it seems clear that, well... We did the artillery, you know, mopped them up pretty clearly. Um, it was what we we beat you guys two like two to one on casualties, um, which is just a testament to I believe it was first corps that had artillery um, on the CSA, but they really tore you guys up, and sometimes it made it not fun to just be sitting there uh, shooting that rifles at dead bodies and people that were there two minutes ago um but that's about it you know uh hazard yeah no we uh we weren't leaving that top of the hill unless they uh, we had good damn reason to <laughs> going down there to that barn going down there to fight in the orchard no 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 we ain't doing that and it worked out. I mean, we were 100 tickets up, even just from artillery and shooting from the top of the hill before Union decided to go cap. Uh, and, you know, just kept the discipline. Small unit doesn't need to be a whole giant, massive panic rush down there to point. Stay disciplined, stay up there on the hill. Let them leave, come back. And then from there, it just seemed like between our Artie and winning the charges, Union could not put up a solid a uh, push again. I, I I do want to comment real quick um, that we did notice something, and this is with the like the more recent changes. Labelle mid fight, as we uh, had stacked up on the right side, like we already at this point had realized that artillery is fucking tearing us up, so we moved to try and eliminate the artillery. Um, he went to go test the boundaries with it 
and then came back and reported like there, there was just no way we could simply push the artillery simply because of the boundaries. Um, we wouldn't be able to get close enough to really tear them up with the uh, new out of bounds. And so that's, that's what caused the rest of us to kind of just like kind of shift out of there and just give up on even trying to push, push the guns, even though that the CSA like lightly defended it in comparison to the right. Yeah. The new boundaries for that right side for the union really hamper our ability to effectively silence those guns. Um, because the strat used to be take the right and do exactly like we talked about. We just send a group up the hill out of bounds for a moment. Uh, shoot Artie from kind of way closer and then run back down where they'd be back in bounds. And you could do it well before you get killed out of bounds. Um, but I think LaBelle dressed, I think I heard him say it too, was um, you can't even get close to it now. You move up the hill just a little bit where the Artie is and you're immediately out of bounds. And so yeah. you, by the time you get back, you're already dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I don't want. I want to. I don't want to like take away from the the CSA tonight, but that that really really fucks the union on that map. Like it gives you no shot on eliminating the uh, Confederate batteries, which just dominate the entire field, other than our own batteries, which were already shut down by their batteries. To the credit of the Union artillery, you guys, their guys were landing shots. I counted at least five that landed right at my feet. None of them blew up. Ineffective rounds. They ricocheted. They ricocheted. Fuses were screwed up. Something, but no, they there were they were accurate. They were hitting where they were aiming. So sad, man. <laughs> so sad. That makes it worse. That makes it so much worse. <laughs> well, as as the group that was defending the artillery on that um, CSA left side, um, preventing the people from getting too far up the hill without being at least shot at a little bit. Um, the artillery, the, the, it got so bad from, for the Union artillery, they simply just stopped shooting at the CSA <laughs> artillery because they, they were just getting shot constantly. They just got hit and hit and hit. Knight, were you the guy that tried to charge us out of the barn? Uh, oh, that was you? I was the one that came in yeah. behind you and stabbed you. <laughs> No, that that was actually my lieutenant colonel. Oh. I shot you in the back. No. <laughs> I uh I will say though, um I want to clarify. I don't blame the Union Artie for our loss on the second map. Um, quite the contrary. I know you guys were counterbatteried to all shit. Every everybody knew. We all know that you guys were getting shit on. Uh, yeah. Not like you were bad and getting shit on. More just they were shitting on us and, and they were shitting on you. It, it's just second map. No offense to the infantry. Already, already put in the fucking work, and that is the only time I hope I will ever say that for a War of Rights event. But um, already, definitely did put in a lot of the work on that second map, and I think that's it. They're a huge reason why the Rebs won so effectively was because they just shut down everything the Union tried throwing at them. Yeah, I definitely think the uh, constraints on that map need to be uh, led up to where the Union either have to be allowed to push further in the woods to the left or allowed to actually push the batteries on the right. Other than that, like it's going to be really hard unless you just got crap gun crews. Yeah, True. and to be fair, the Union Union has really shitty angles for Artie. They're always shooting uphill, and they're basically having to plonk a shot right on square foot of ground, or it's ricocheting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we we were talking about that in game two. Um, we, you know, that's that's kind of also the thing is once again not 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 Artie's fault. It's a shitty spot to be in. 
um, for the RD in general, but having effective rev RD, uh, so effective, just really, really hurts uh, the effort. So good job, everybody, though. Uh, we can't uh, we can't overlook Corded and his uh, new barber shop with the gun. <laughs> heads on the right. Yeah, man. If that was Corded shooting, fucking dude, whoever was shooting at the barn, you guys hit some crazy shots that ripped up everybody in that barn and around that barn. Like every time you shot, it was crazy. It was crazy. There was actually a cycle of three different spawns. Um, I died during the push to the barn from spawn respawned on the flag at barn died immediately again to artillery respawned on the flag again died immediately again and um just respawned on the flag was able to move from the spawn get a full load stepped out to fire shot died to artillery again so it definitely was fun yeah so thank you for that star any questions for the second round uh, yeah, I have a couple. They're kind of, are they kind of work together here? So I touched on this briefly during the round itself, and someone mentioned it uh, a little bit further back into the uh, interview here. Uh, the utilization of the cavalry unit by the CSA. Uh, now I know it was my boys who were on the unit today, uh, but they didn't use all the slots. The CSA team didn't use all the slots. Was that just intentional, or did you guys not notice, or? What was the deal there? Uh, I I will say that um, I uh the uh Angel who was leading the second map uh forgot to take officer slot after I believe I don't know if it was someone in HD but um someone took the officer slot at the beginning um uh, for uh first cav uh and then we just kind of forgot about it until like halfway through the map same thing with the flag. Um, but we just kind of knew that uh, other people were going to take it and we were fine with it until we needed someone to step in and, you know, hey, can we borrow this? And everybody was very nice and saying, hey, uh, do you need this slot? And they were like, yes, no, blah, blah, blah. So everybody was very uh, giving and uh, taking whether the slot was the 5th Virginia's, uh, who it was assigned to, or whether it was someone else or whoever had it. I'm just picturing the Confederate officers having a very cordial conversation over like tea and biscuits in the background with the artillery just absolutely dominating the Union forces in the <laughs> <Yes>. field. <laughs> and my second kind of portion of that question tonight is, I know you weren't in command on the second map, but I hope you can give me some insight on this because I saw it's, typically the whole CSA team will go to the far right off the beginning. The 5th Virginia instead chose to go left to the straight fence and directly contest the enemy push, which we've seen before, and typically we see that the CSA, when they do that, they lose a lot of tickets and it costs their team in the end. Was that part of the game plan, or was that a split-second decision made by Angel? That was a, a part of the game plan. We went in there saying, hey, we're going to shoot and scoot. Uh, originally, we were supposed to, uh, once they got to the barn, uh, after shooting and falling back and shooting and falling back, um, go around the artillery and uh, link up with the uh, right side of the map. Um, but we just saw artillery plaster uh, the people behind the barn, so we might so we thought we might as well just plink them off and you know get the stragglers, get those out of line tickets, get those skirmishing tickets. Um, 
when we can because it was just easy. And the only real threat that was contesting us was enemy artillery. And like I said, it, it shut up pretty quickly after like the first five minutes of the game. Rest in peace. Yeah, we uh, when we pushed onto the right, we saw you guys come up onto the fence on our side, but we actively avoided kind of moving towards you uh, just because we didn't want to get distracted. Um, and I think we as a team decided to just keep going to the barn because we're like, okay, let's get there and get a foothold first and then deal with these guys. Um, but then, and then that already happened. <laughs> and <then> already happened. <laughs> we were great distractions. No, it was a sight to see uh, overall. All the already going down and uh, Corded's new strat. I'd, I'd be interested to see if more people start using that in the future because I think that could be excellently utilized. And uh, yeah, it, it was a fun round, fun couple of rounds, and well played by both sides, I will say. Yeah. So, anyone got any other general comments for tonight? Uh, for you know, for anyone who listens to this and watches the video, the Union team isn't bad. We just got outplayed by a bunch of cannons. That's all I will say. All the guys in the union are great dudes, but um, Reb already just shut us the fuck up real quick. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see Sussy kick the shit out of us that we're on CSA tonight again next time we play Contention. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, we have a <sighs> better wait. event tomorrow. I think it's going to be uh, tomorrow's going to be my last event for a while, uh, about a year. I'll get back and get right back Damn. into it. Dang. I think we will because we're definitely not playing Nicodemus again. Aww. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck you, Knight. <laughs> hey, I liked watching you guys explode. That was one of the best things I've done all week. Yeah. So, with that being said, again, thank you all for being in this post game interview. If you enjoyed the video, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. Go in the description, join our Discord, support us on Patreon where you can get behind-the-scenes videos and videos before everyone else. Also be supporting the channel, helping us grow. Top of that, check out our merch. And yeah, with that being said, we'll see you in the next event. Have a good night, everyone. 59ny.org, 59ny.org. Oh, uh, no, don't Not do it. .org. Don't do it. <laughs>